Hey, Chris, you want to see me? Yeah. It, it, again, man, I have a cubicle. You don't have to knock when you come to the cubicle. Okay. Steve, sit down. Steve, can you sit down? Yeah. Here I go. So, <sighs> as usual, we've been having a lot of issues with you being able to follow directions. Are you going to finish that? And there's also been a major concern in the office about your concentration. It's not where it needs to be. We've spoken about this a lot of times, and I hope you know we've tried to give you as many opportunities as we can, but... You hear that? Steve? This is my sparrow noise. We've given you a promotion. The job is in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Wow. Now, the company's not going to pay you, Mm-hmm. to move there. You need to pay for your own flight. Mm-hmm. And when you get there, when you get to Santa Fe, I need you to ask for a, a man. A man. Do name. you have a pen, pen and paper? Steve, so that was line item three on your performance improvement plan. Was you just aren't prepared for work every day. Mm-hmm. We, we provide pens and paper here. Sure. You just need to get them sure, from sure, the, sure, sure, the sure, office sure. closet. Are you listening, Steve? Sure, 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 sure. So. Did you eat? Hmm. Uh, so, anyway, when you get to Santa Fe, food. Santa Fe, right? All you I'm need to do it. is talk to a man. His name is Jesus Valderrama. Jesus Vladimir. Not Vladimir. Valderrama. 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 Yeah. Futurama. And Jesus will will take you to the new office in Santa Fe. Okay. Is there an upgrade in 401k? Absolutely. You have to get to Santa Fe first. Okay. Is there a per diem? I want to save about... No, you'll be moving to Santa Fe. Like a $300 per diem? Like just to live? Yeah. No. Okay. Is there some kind of like... Hey, Steve, you know what? You're fired. You can go home. Welcome to another episode of Inferior Men, the podcast that brings you all things business from two complete failures. I really wanted to emphasize failures. Oh yeah? How's it going, Steve? That's me. That's me too. It's going well. I'm 30 now. That's right. Dirty 30. Yeah. Here I am. Dirty 30. Do I look different? Uh, I mean, sure. You saw me Saturday. I so saw you I on Saturday. You don't look much well. different than from Saturday. You have a different shirt on, thankfully. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, you look Same. healthy enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sweetest thing you've ever said to me. You look healthy enough. <laughs> but here I am. Yeah. You're like what? Forty. Somewhere around there. Forty. I'm thirty-six years old. I'm. You just, it just feels like I'm 10 years, well, not 10 years, 30 years older than you. Yeah. 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 I don't know who that is insulting. Probably uh, both of us a little bit. That seems right. Maybe. I think it, there's a, there's definitely our dispositions align where you're going to act on the younger, goofier side. I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to stray to the crotchy duel crotchety old man and thus is inferior men and thus inferior welcome men. to a new week welcome welcome my jam friends jam packed jam packed last mm. week we talked a lot about food we and did we'll have some food in this episode mm-hmm. too yeah but um there's been a lot of robots a lot of robot news this past week uh, i saw like a tidbit for crime fighting robot there was like a whole uh fully automatic burger maker robot that we were looking at Oh, There's yeah. just a lot of robot news this week. Okay. Um, Disney, I saw this on TechCrunch, is creating robot stunt doubles. Now, you know in movies, 
if you pause and you see that Mel Gibson is actually like a stunt double, or they'll do like cheesy like stringy CGI. Yeah, you know, it doesn't look quite right. It just looks like rubbery. Right. Uh, well, Disney they always have that Imagineering program, uh, and throughout you know decades and decades they've created like hydraulic and pneumatic kind of characters, like the Chuck E. Cheese ones or the ones you'll see at. Uh, the parks. Well, now they're doing like fully what they're calling stunt tronics uh, robots, which is actually insane. I could see it watching the videos. It would be really fun if they start putting skin on them, but then doing like having it be Betty White or making it like into somebody who's improbable in terms of being able to pull off these insanely like this is these are acrobatics if if you all get a chance to check out the video from uh from Disney Studios they are launching these these robots and they're they're shaped like human beings too so full yeah, arms full legs full head yeah um and they're 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 launching them from a trapeze 100 feet in the air potentially mm mm-hmm. mhm Really high, and they're doing very, very intense spins and moves, and some of them are doing a Superman poses and things like that in the air, which is just really awesome to see. It's really sweet. Like it's, it's so cool. So it started with like quote unquote stick man. That's what they're calling it, and it yeah. was just a pole that they would just swing and flip around and see where it landed. Um, and then they, it, yeah, it, it was a loose skeleton, then a skeleton with more wiring that looked like muscle. Yeah. So finally, yeah. to the point of, like you said, it was <laughs> like Iron Man in the sky. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, as we always talk about, this is just one more peg in the robots coming to life and taking over. And then we're walking right, <clears throat> straight right into the fire. Well, maybe on this one. The only thing that I will say with these is that it's forcing this robot to do stunts that no human being could ever do could do and survive it's spinning so fast and getting launched so fast your neck would just be broken right i don't think you could physically do what what this what this robot's doing so and it's, it's terrifying too because it looks so natural when it's launched mm-hmm. so it'd be neat to like if they put flesh on it mm-hmm. and maybe they don't go the betty white Route. Who else? Like Peter Pan. I'm thinking about like for the parks. Oh, I you know, see. If they, if they strap yeah. on an Iron Man suit. And Winnie the this. Pooh. Yeah, and you're just walking in the parks and you're seeing that. Mickey Mouse. It'd be super magical. That'd be pretty cool. But then when it lands, like the superhero landing. It lands, it sounds like a whole pallet of cinder blocks hitting the ground. Oh, it'll make a dent in the concrete. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> yeah. They immediately have to run over and hose it down. It just catches on fire every single time. The next step would to be would be to add Siri or Alexa into those robots, Mm -hmm. and then you're in trouble. So then you say, so then you say, you just made her talk. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, You would you would ask her to uh, you'd be like, hey, uh, bot that shall not be named, go get launched 200 feet in the air and do 18 backflips. And she just does it. I know, but sometimes I ask my my Echo Dot, like, will you do this? And she goes, sorry, I can't right now. Well, you're too busy. Yeah. But they, they say no from time to time. Out of the fact that they can't do it or they're just, you think they're just being a little lazy? <laughs> I hope it's because they're being too lazy. <laughs> but also, yeah, I hope they don't. Wouldn't that be great if, if she would just say, nah, I don't feel like it. Nah. Someday. No, thanks. Someday they'll be like that. <laughs> so what do you think? Are you impressed? I love it. I feel like you're very impressed with it's this. It's great. If you guys have the chance, like Chris said, go go check it out. This one's it. not... This one is less... This is one of the least creepy robot things I've seen. It, it has a creep factor in that they got the human element so right the in terms of the movements the and things. Just the Superman pose. But... The the technological feat is so impressive. Yeah, it is. Um, it's not scary because it's not like that thing's gonna stand up and walk around. Not it yet. Purely is like it's like designed to be slung and then do spins. You don't think the next evolution is for them to land to stick the landing? Oh, definitely. Yeah, and then the next evolution after that is for them to like walk. 
after then, they stick the landing. And then the Russians get them, and that's their entire uh 2050 Olympic gymnastic team. You are right, though. The the amount of, like, math, physics, art, you know, like, attention to detail that went into this is super impressive. That outweighs the, like, robots are going to kill us feeling. Yeah. These aren't a bunch of dudes sitting around drawing a mouse anymore. No. This is, like, MIT. Yeah. Full-blown uh, engineers just geeking out and it's crazy because you're like you're like tracking the news of disney trying to get fox from comcast so they're a giant in that business sense Mm -hmm. and then you take a step back and you're watching all this stuff and they're like innovators in the robot technology business so when they open up the simpsons park at disney they'll have uh crusty the clown yeah in that suit Just Just launching them. Just launching Krusty. And actually, really fast before we move on, last week you were talking about how Netflix and Comcast would be a big deal. Netflix outweighing Disney. But, like, Netflix can't pull this shit off. They don't have, like, the the company clout or the company growth to just put their hands in a bunch of water or whatever that phrase is. I disagree. Now, Steve... Big, big news in the candy game. Uh, This is from the takeoff, or the takeout, I'm sorry. Uh, And the takeout would like to inform our readers that Starburst is selling, for a limited time, bags containing only its strawberry pink candy. Damn. The only flavor that matters. And that's damn right. I don't agree with that. Really? What's your order in terms of what you like? Uh, Red. Okay. Yellow. Pink. Am I forgetting something before orange? No, that's just four. Yeah, then orange. That's it. Yeah. Man, you're a yellow guy too. Number two is yellow. With the red. You got to mix them. Get that cherry lemon. Mm. The reds are okay, but then they start getting a little medicinal, I feel like, after a while. Oh, they taste like cherry cough drops. Right. There's a lot of people who have that. I don't get that. I don't get that, like, taste factor. But there are a lot of people who are like... Like, there's, like, cherry gummies that people can't eat Mm -hmm. because they feel like it tastes like cough drops. Yeah, strawberries are the best flavor. I could never figure out why they couldn't just sell them like that. <laughs> yeah. It must have something to do with like the conveyor belt or the Can't automated be. system. I they don't know. Easily then why not? Just fill them up. If it's the number one flavor, and then it's the only way to get rid of those those garbage yellow ones nobody likes. I, I'm surprised that you say that. I didn't really? know that people hated the yellow ones. Never in a million years will they ever have a pack of all, all lemon. What about all red? Yes. Yeah. Now, they already have a, a fave red pack. Oh, okay. Where they did strawberry and cherry, and for whatever reason, they couldn't help themselves. They had to add another flavor, so they put in, like, fruit punch. I'm reminded of, like, bands, like boy bands. You know, like, if you just sell Justin's, you'll get... Then the other ones are dead, which eventually Good. happen. Yeah, everybody likes which is Justin. What you're saying, everybody that's... likes Justin Timberlake yeah. the best. It's you, Justin, and Strawberry. Yeah, that's why he start. That's why he has that song. Got that ice cream in my pocket and it's melting really fast. Got that ice cream in my pocket. Oh yeah, whoo! Is that it? I think that's the song, right? That's very good. Yeah. yeah, I got them starbursts in my pocket. And they're it. getting warm and melty. Got them starbursts. Yeah, in my I pocket. mean. Why doesn't Starburst do it? Why do they not? They're doing it now. It's why the hell did they but, wait so long? Yeah, but why can't they let go of that orange? Nobody wants. Nobody, nobody wants, wants orange. Orange is, orange is at the, orange is number three, ceiling on everyone's list. Why does any company have orange or grape? How it's, do you feel about grape? Grape? Yeah. Uh no, I don't care for. I, yeah. Like if it's like purple popsicle popsicle grape. Yeah. It barely tastes like grape, but sometimes you get those really good, like those really good Japanese gummy candies. Okay. Where they'll have like Moscato grape flavored. Yeah. Gummies. Those are out of this world. But I don't like the fake purple grape flavored stuff. At one point, the Starburst company was just like, we have four fantastic flavors. And then over the years, it just became a popularity contest. But they have all the supplies to make orange. So they're not like, they're not stopping it. It's it's probably 
very cheap too. It's like being in a bad relationship. To make citrus flavored stuff is easy and cheap. Interesting. I would think so. Yeah. You add a bunch of um the flavor pieces are citric acid. Yeah. And pear juice. And just if you put more citric acid, it's lemon. And if you put less, it tastes like an orange. And that's how you flavor stuff. Starburst is like in a bad relationship with orange. Where orange is just like, yeah, I'm still important. I'm still valid. And Starburst is like. Starburst is just too. They've known orange long enough. They're like, we hate to tell you this, but we're going to have to let you go orange. What would they? What would they replace it with? Uh, besides all pink. What would you, What would be your What would be your Steve? What would be What would be a Steve bag of yeah. Starburst? Well, definitely my reds. You still keep the red. I love the pinks. I'm I'm not so a pink you'd have hater. red and pink. I like a yellow. Like yeah. I, I like all Starburst except for the orange. All right. So, so what, what would gets, replace? What gets orange? replaced? Um, guava, maybe maybe a mango. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe like, uh, oh, green tea, like mochi. What are you doing here, man? Okay. Come on. Maybe. These are specialty bags. Oh, so you want like, you want me to replace all of them. You can't put mango in that bag of regular flavors. Mm-hmm. You save that for the tropical mix. Probably like banana. Uh, all right, we're done here. <laughs> I'll release, uh, I'll release mine from from captivity well what would My, be yours i'll tell you guys after the break oh very good let's, let's get into okay. the let's get into the next one though so starburst make you happy mm-hmm. do you find yourself in a happy place when when you're eating those pink pink starbursts yeah you're just chewing them and you're just like i'm in a happy place right now better well i found something that made me immediately laugh because i the very first thought I had was Chris is going to hate this. And the place is called Happy Place. <laughs> oh, here it is. Yep. What if is- you go to the website, it's bright yellow. What is it exactly? It is a touring, like, pop-up kind of shop deal. Except if you-, you click on store, it says page not found. Way to go, Happy Place. Where you get to just take great Instagram photos. Oh, it's like a mobile photo booth? It's just a mobile photo booth for you to just take great Instagram photos. Only Instagram? Oh, I'm sure. Any social media photos. Um, So the description is, Happy Place was created because we believe that our world today can use a lot more happiness. So great, great tagline just to begin with. To make this dream come true, we set out on a journey to create a special place where anyone who walks in is surrounded by all things happy. Oh, no. The first happy place in Los Angeles has nothing short of a dream for us, and now we are excited to take the happiness on tour and visit cities all around the world, watching so many visitors of all ages from all around the world come through our doors and leave with a smile. Make us wonder, why not spread the happy? So they're coming to Chicago. Is it a voluntary thing to get these people to come to you? I'm still trying to figure you this out. You have to pay for tickets. To go do it? Yeah. Okay. You it's not to. like I'm going to go to the the Willis Tower and while I'm waiting in line, happy place people with cameras are like, let's just step over here. No, no. And we're going to take a picture uh, in front of all this confetti. Yeah. No, it's an interactive pop-up exhibit with larger-than-life installations, multi-sensory-themed rooms, and a whole lot of selfie moments that you don't want to miss. All right. How much do you think it is? Um, what, how is it priced, though? Is it by the hour? Is it by people? No, what? it's just by days. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Children under four are free, so I'll give you that one for free. Wait, it, so you pay per picture? You pay to go in there and get your picture taken? No, I think you just pay to be part of the exhibit. I see. Like, it's as if it's like a museum. Oh, so it's just like a museum of a bunch of weird stuff, and then you just can take pictures while you're there. Oh, it is a timed entry. It is a timed entry. 20,000 square feet of good vibes. Your timed entry ticket includes admission to the exhibit, unlimited photo opportunities, samples and treats along the way, access to the Happy Place backyard, including a lemonade stand. $50 person. Close. How much? 40 All right. 
for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Do you want to go? Uh, yeah, I'll go. Okay. This will be like our signature room. Moment. Book it. You don't have like any like grinchy thoughts about this. I I thought this was gonna be like a. I mean, it seems like they're they're not trying too hard. They have their they have their thumb on things. I feel like it's gonna work. It's, it's they got a, it's an ingenious idea. They've got a they've got a like it's a good idea. Yeah. So I I can't hate it too much. Okay, fair enough. I hate the name Happy Place. Yeah. What would you call it? Uh, butterfly. A place with all the colors. <laughs> a place with all the colors. Yeah. Sounds magical. A place with all the, um, like, there's a, there's mirrors and stuff. That's what I... <laughs> part of me doesn't want to get, like, part of me doesn't want to give him our $80. I don't want to take that many pictures, frankly. Yeah. I'm pre- And also, I think... I could probably find a lot better places to take pictures in the city of Chicago that are just free. Look, this one is just the giant letters of happy that this woman's taking pictures by. This is probably like the love room with a lot of lipstick on the walls. Yeah, I feel as if the disco room. I think you and I could go here and take a lot of great ironic photos. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of people. There's plenty of frownies like me that would go there. And just try to bring the vibe down. So the clientele is two people. Mm-hmm. Like uh, young women in Lincoln Park area who just like who just graduated from like Arizona State mm-hmm. who will bring their selfie sticks. Where they're like, it's my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a bachelorette party here yep. and there. But they're definitely arriving by trolley, by drunk trolley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've to prepped happy for the place. day. Right. They're Instagramming on the way to this place. Right. And then we'll be Instagramming in the place and then probably Instagramming out of the So that'll be one. The second one is literally you and I. That's it. <laughs> that's the two clientele. That's it. It's going to be us. People going ironically and people who are going. You're not. This isn't a museum. Oh, no. That's the thing. I hate, I hate all the euphemisms of it. Here's an exhibition. They're, yeah. Just little cubicles that have weird backgrounds that you can take pictures. This in one's front the of. disco ball room. This one's the yellow room. It's just a room that's yellow, right? And they pick like it. the most. Pr- it's like, oh, there's a woman dressed in all blue in the yellow room. Mm-hmm. So she just pops. I'd be as a if I owned an art museum, I'd be offended. Right. <laughs> you know, but you can't take pictures in the art museum. Right, but I'd be like, this is not... I don't think they care anymore. Yeah, I guess that's true. They used to get mad. Yeah. Like 10 years ago, you couldn't right. take pictures. They thought the flash was going to fuck up the paint. And eventually, the docents... Just get that just, glass that blocks What are you that. supposed to do when every single person in the world's taking photos? All right. Well, if we have nothing better to do, we'll go to this. We'll, we'll probably Stay go tuned. to But uh, we're going to figure that out. When we get back, I'm going to let you know what my top four favorite Starburst flavors would be. Yeah. And we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Drew. And hello, I'm Charlotte. And we are the hosts of the Not Safe for Work podcast. Better believe it. We cover all things garbage and terrible that you shouldn't listen to, like having sex with Gibbons or... Or talking about my my butthole waxings. And all things in between. And all the really horrible things in between. Yeah. It's the worst. Don't listen. We're here to tell you to do not listen to our podcast, the Not Safe for Work podcast. On the Universe Head Network. Podcasts. With Chris and Steve. During the break, we ate some mochi. Mm-hmm. Um, delicious pistachio. 
Oh, yeah, it was great. Always great strawberry. From Whole Foods, you and Tristan, from Baddest Mothers, your wife, blew my mind that Whole Foods now, because of the whole Amazon deal, yeah. gets, like, significant discounts. They just started in Chicago uh, last week. It's like, I go to Mariano's, I have a Mariano's card, I get discounts on stuff. Right. But this is this is way different for Whole Foods because Whole Foods has always been super expensive. They have some stuff that's only if you're a Prime member you get a deal on, and then there's also sale items. Any sale item you always get an additional ten percent off. That's crazy. <clears throat> this is this is blowing my mind. And it's great. My head. It's still it doesn't make Whole Foods as cheap as a local grocery store, oh, but okay. it helps. Yeah. For some stuff. Yeah, and smart, super smart. Right. I also thought about how my Starburst flavors, what if I updated them to mochi flavors? Like the bag was the green tea, the black sesame, right? Oh, yeah. I like that one. Uh, just a simple vanilla and, and pistachio. this pistachio. That's your mix. That's your mochi That's not mix. Bad. Yeah. That's a good flavor palette. Yeah. It's, it's, it wouldn't last long. You mean because you, you'd eat them too going. fast? Yeah, yeah. No, I meant just on shelves. But yeah, you got to keep them in the freezer. Enough about my flavors. Mm-hmm. You promised us we'd hear your flavors. Pink's number one all day. All day, every day. And I still like red. Tristan loves pink too. And she said she's had these pink right. packs. And I still like the cherry. She yeah. did have a, an all pink one. Somebody bought her an all pink bag. You could get them at, as like a novelty online. Yeah. Uh, but now it seems like there's a bigger rollout. Uh, so pink, red, cherry. Uh, I would like to go down the the berry path again and do some sort of blackberry. Oh, maybe, yeah, something a little tart, perhaps. Yeah, tarter than yeah cherry. Yeah, and then uh, the last one. Keep it simple. I would say blood orange. Wow, not that goofy orange that they have, but a good blood orange. A little sweeter, a little sweeter and tartar. Yeah. In a uh, way. Uh, richer in flavor richer, than yeah. that goofy orange. Right. Get out of here, goofy orange. That just tastes like you're eating a, a wax. <laughs> I mean, you're eating wax on all of them, but right. that one just feels like you're really just eating a candle. Well, there you have it. All you right. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Run out there and get all your, get all those made up flavors. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. Dell. I remember it. Dell's going public. What? Again. Yeah, weren't they already public? They dude, were. Where's my Dell? Yeah, dude, they're public again. So back in 2013, Dell went private uh, in, in a $24 billion a leverage buyout. Michael Dell, their founder and a private equity firm, Silver Lake Partners, they essentially bought the firm back. So yeah. there was so much, I, I don't know if hostility is the right word, but... Um, fear on Wall Street Mm -hmm. just with the evolving tablet market, mobile phones, things like that. The stock was starting to plummet. And so the only way that they could really control it was to do a massive buyback, turn the company private, and don't let the the public sector control your balance sheet based on their speculations. Right. And they've been doing really, really good. Huh. Yeah. Since they turned private, well enough that they've righted the ship. That's awesome. Which is really cool. Yeah. I mean, especially for, for such a giant, that's a lot of money. And so you have to really know what you're doing. Revenue in its most recently, this is in Fortune, revenue in its most recently completed quarter rose 19% to $21.4 billion, while the company's net loss fell by 55% to $500 million. Wow. And then adjusted earnings, interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization rose 33% to $2.4 billion. That is a lot of Starbursts. So Michael Dell is making billions of dollars now, and he's thinking to himself, you know what I should do? I should go make another 50 or $60 billion. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. He's just going to go Eye do on the it. Prize. Now, the cool thing is with this, which is not unheard of, but Dell is going public without an IPO. 
So uh, the reason why uh, is because it's not actually usually with an IPO that's that you know the initial offering. So this has already happened. The stocks already existed. They just got consumed by that private equity firm. Mm-hmm. So the stocks didn't go away. The offer, like the stocks, still exist. It's just that now they're making them available again to the public. And owners who have those stocks on private, they're thinking that the stock will probably sell around, I think it was around $87. But if you have stocks now, the company's willing to pay you out $30 over market value per stock. Damn. Because they, they want to, they want, well, they want to free up shares right, right. to go public as well. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool. I like the idea of like not giving up, not giving up on little Dell. It's like the the engine that could. No, I, I'm not 100% sure what they did to turn things around. I don't really know anybody who buys Dells. Right. I had a Dell in college. I thought it was really popular. Yeah. Yeah, about 20 years ago. And what happened? Do we know? Uh, Interest just went down. I'm not was sure. Was it because of that Dell dude who wasn't he in like in a. Uh, dog fight or had a prostitute or something well i think a few marijuana yeah well there was that too yeah yeah. uh they got definitely the the pc market got really intense because when it first started it was gateway yeah in those those cow boxes that would show up we had one of those and dell those were the big brands then a lot of places you could just get pcs really best buy like destroyed them with all those with all the imports, yeah. they would get those two hundred dollar laptops, right? And Dell was still selling pretty expensive packages. But and then Apple comes out with sexy like MacBooks, right? That, that were color. They look like Starburst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's what they'll sell. Pops of color. So they had yeah, to fight so, against that. So Dell just was drowning. It was a drowning, a sinking ship. Right. And the captain didn't give up. Didn't or it switched management, and they may have been doing good business, but Wall Street was skeptical. Yeah, and they were driving down, so they were screwing around with their cash, Mm -hmm. screwing around with their company value. Yeah, because you have a bunch of hot shots. They're just like, no way, (laughs) futures in Juicero, no way. (laughs) I know this man. I got a friend. Got a friend in San Jose. He says his Juicero thing. Good for Dell. Are you gonna buy a Dell? Am I gonna buy a Dell? Yeah. No, I don't like. I don't like PCs. Yeah. I have to work with them, mm-hmm. but I don't prefer them for my personal computer. Uh, where you and I both are Mac, Mac fans. I'm a Mac guy. I got my first Mac in 2002. When you were 30. When I was thirty-seven, <laughs> and I haven't I haven't had another computer since. I've never had a PC other than getting work computers and things like that. Yeah. Well, good luck, Dell. Yeah, good luck, Michael. We, we support you from uh, from afar. Maybe with this, Michael will fall into Jeff and Elon territory. Uh-oh. Steve, real quick sidetrack, and I think all of our fans would like to hear this. But I had a dream. Okay that you and I met Elon Musk. Damn. And I was... I would love for that dream to come true. You know what I think the funniest thing about it was? During the dream, I was talking to Elon Musk, and I was nervous that he had maybe listened to our podcast yeah. and would have been offended. Yeah. And then he when I woke be. up, I was so... I, it made me laugh so hard. Yeah. Because why would he ever... Does he listen to podcasts at all? No. No. Probably not. He's too busy making flamethrowers. He goes into he goes into those deprivation tanks. Yeah, he probably does things like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, Steve. What well, do we got speaking next? Of, speaking of uh, big kahunas like <laughs> Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, Google is making their own game platform that's gonna take on the big the big guns, Xbox and PlayStation, and our our Nintendo Switch that we love love so much. Yeah, uh, it looks like in my you know gleaning of this, it seems yeah. like it's going to be some sort of cloud-based platform. Yeah, so a lot of rumors about PlayStation 5, when that's going to come out. A lot of rumors about Xbox 2. All, all the while, Google is just silently 
creating something else. And and Kotaku, where I got this little snippet, they don't know many of the specifics right now, but they do know three things. It's going to be a three-pronged approach. One, some sort of streaming platform. Two, some sort of hardware. And three, an attempt to bring game developers under the Google umbrella, whether through aggressive recruiting or even major acquisitions. Which could be interesting. So I... It seems like the initial approach could be we're going to have this open source gaming platform that people can program into like they would for Chrome extensions or Google Play. However, we're not saying we won't just buy EA Sports yeah, and just own Madden. That's still an option. We can just put PlayStation and Xbox and Switch, Yeah, put them in a corner. Say, do you guys want any sports? Oh, we own all the 2K franchises too. So, do you think this is a big, like, uh oh moment for Xbox and PlayStation? Because it feels like Google can do a lot more than those Mm. people can in their sandbox. I don't think, I think they're definitely, they're definitely worried. Yeah. They probably, this is going to be a little bit of a longer play Mm -hmm. until Google's a major competitor but they're laying the groundwork yeah this is google pixel with the apple iphone right like this is just another competitor that playstation doesn't mean need uh because meanwhile playstation's watching xbox and switch users cross play with each other on minecraft and they're like fuck and now google's in in up up in this mess it and it may be a competitor as amazon's uh you know tablets are a competitor to an iPad. Yeah. Apple doesn't see them as being uh, you know, in the same territory as them in terms of performance, but they're going to lose out to people who are maybe fair weather. Yeah. I don't know if I want to spend as much money on an iPad, but I will buy the Amazon Fire or whatever it is. The st- streaming platform is interesting because the whole idea of getting rid of hardware you know, like for me, I I like having a book versus an e-reader. Mm-hmm. But we're getting to that day and age where people don't need that anymore. No. They're playing a ton of games on a tablet. And when you, I think historically when you thought of video game systems, for what it's worth, we always kind of think of bigger as being more powerful and better. If you take a, a 35, 40-year-old guy like me, and you think, what's the better, what are going to be the best graphics and experience? You always think an arcade machine, they're the biggest. Ah, so yeah. they have the best graphics. And then the Nintendo was its own console. And then those little handheld games were crappier. And then we always think of things being that way. We don't. Mm-hmm. We think that there has to be some sort of processor sitting in your living room. Not the case anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't need it. No. You just need uh, a controller and the internet. Right. And you could play it on a tablet, Every anything with... A, with a Bluetooth, which right. is just about anything yeah. or everything, te- technologically speaking, anymore. Well, and, and you're set. And with Switch, I mean, the big thing of just not having to buy physical games, that in itself is great. You don't have to have shit clogging up your shelf. You can just get it, everything on eShop. They don't even want you to buy the games anymore. They're cheaper if you download them. Right. Or sometimes they're the same price. Right. Which is crazy. It's even crazier because that's all, I mean, it's all built in to the overall price. Right. But then is that plastic that I buy and that wrapping paper, it's not worth anything more? It's, it's like you should be able to save. But You're paying for the plastic when you buy the digital download too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they bake it all. They bake the million cartridges that they printed into the download price. That'll be interesting. I don't know where PlayStation or Xbox are going to go because... They've been battling. I'm interested to see because they've been battling the Switch and Switch is like insanely like we both love Switch Mm -hmm. Uh, just for like the innovation and just it was perfect. Right. And now they got this player. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, You have a game for us called Decadence. I didn't get to play it because I was off the week that the Uncomplicated Garrett was. Yeah, I do have a game, but we got to talk about MoviePass, man. I know. Uncomplicated Garrett Kelly okay. loves his movie. Oh, pass. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Thought you were jumping my, the gun. No, that was my transition. Uh, he swears by it. He's 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 actually had it for probably the longest. I I know a lot of Movie Pass subscribers. I'm not personally myself, but Garrett Kelly has been the biggest advocate for years, years. However, it's been a long or alive. Uh, well, guess what? As of <laughs> four hours ago, 
And we people saw this coming. Everybody was like, I don't know how it's doing well. Uh, I saved so much the money. The day that the day Movie Pass came out, people so said, like, I don't know how the fuck this thing will ever make money. Yeah, I'm gonna go buy one and right. abuse the hell out of it. Because the idea is you pay ten bucks a month and then you basically get your movie ticket for free. Right. I feel like it's like three dollars or something, but it's it's so cheap. Okay. Um. Well, anyways, long story short, Movie Pass is running out of money, Chris. It's just losing money. It's running out of money, and it needs to raise one point two billion. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say if you need like lot. three or four bucks. Yeah. No, because the idea is they they're losing money when the customers use a pass because uh, it has to pay theaters for the tickets. It sounds like, like they had. Cut. It sounds like they had some sort of long game that didn't that needed to be a shorter game. It was genius. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like they, they had, they had a game. lot of, they had a lot more partnerships in mind. I think they probably thought that they would roll this out, mm-hmm. and other theaters would want to partner with them. But it pissed off theaters. It pissed off theaters. So a big boy like AMC will will double down and just say, "We'll make our own pass, and you can't use yours right. here." But smaller theaters, independent theaters, uh, places like Regal or like. Or smaller chained one, smaller chains of theaters will potentially purchase or license Movie Pass, yeah. and then you could have Movie Pass at Regal or your local spot, and it would just be all inclusive. That has to be the game. It has to be sort of like a Grubhub. I was thinking sort of mentality, yeah, right? Right, because Grubhub gives cuts to the restaurants, obviously, and works, but they work differently. Right. Well, they take a cut from the restaurant, oh, but right. what they yeah. allow is just easy access to their food. Yeah. And this news, this whole they got to raise one point two billion, like you said, is coming right after uh, AMC announced their own ticket subscription that was actually probably well thought out. Like people actually, how much did is their long term uh, plan? Theirs is nineteen ninety five a month. Okay. But still, if you're like a movie nut. It's not it's great. It's not that much money. It's yeah. still two movies. I'm going to see Ant Man and the Wasp on Thursday. That's a fair price, I think, for all you can watch. Eighteen bucks is the for movie. two tickets. No, for one ticket. Eighteen. Why well, is it in DVD? Uh, is it in DVD? Yeah. Is it in three uh, uh, D? No. Uh, IMAX. It's ArcLight Theater, so maybe that's why it's a little bit more pricey, and it's reserved. Eighteen dollars. Yeah. Tickets are pricey, man. Seventeen. I don't think I paid that much last time I went to the movies. Yeah. Double check your ticket stuff. They get pricey is my point. So so AMC is now carrying this $19.95 a month price tag, and it allows customers to see up to three movies a week and will also receive discounts on concessions. Damn, because that popcorn ain't Three movies a week. Mm -hmm. Who would see more than three movies a week? I don't know. There's not that many good movies out to see three movies right a week. Now, I, like right now, I want to see Ocean's 8. We just saw Incredibles 2. I'm going to go see Ant-Man and Wasp. Hmm. Like there are people who don't, like I don't have a baby. I don't, I don't have, have lives in my life. All they do is sit around dark areas, <laughs> watch things, twiddling their thumbs. So you, so now let's see. Toys R Us is dead in mm-hmm. 2018. Yep. Uh, you are still feeling like um, what's it called? What's the game? The the trivia game. HQ. You feel like that's going to die trivia. in like a year? It or is. So. And now, are you? Should we put this on the the AMC? Deadpool? No, uh, Movie Pass. Movie Pass? Yeah. No, I say Movie Pass will not die. Oh, okay. However, it will it it will change into a licensing opportunity for people. So they're gonna go around, yeah, knock on people's doors. They'll be the service for others. Yeah, they tried to be their own thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that was the I don't think that was the play all along. I really think that they thought they would disrupt movie ticket sales enough that the theaters would reach out to them for help. Uh, they got cocky. And AMC said, "Well, we could just do this ourselves. We're not yeah. that fucking stupid." Right. And movie pass was like, "Crap, damn." They called their bluff. And then they opened up a briefcase and they're like, "Here's all the here's all of our cash reserves and they're all Jeffrey dollars." <laughs> Which I love. Disney bucks, Jeffrey Dollars, have, Monopoly money. 
the movie passes entire liquid reserves are Jeffrey dollars. And you're like, fuck. Uh, yeah, now they begin the groveling stage. Now they're they got to talk to they got to dude they got to talk to Michael Dell. <laughs> yeah, go private. Flip that shit. Right. Uh, okay, let's play this game. I'm excited to play this. Okay, okay, okay. Decadence. Decadence. Now, now, what is it? Okay. Well, you didn't play it because uh, Garrett Kelly, the uncomplicated Garrett Kelly, yeah. and I played it. Uh, so decadence is it's kind of like a year nay. All right, so it's like your version of it's my version of year nay, but the focus on these things or businesses or whatever is just the extreme extravagance of them. Like the amount you will spend. The amount you're going to spend on these things okay. is silly. Okay. So there's uh, Don Wagyu is an eatery located near Wall Street. I got this from Fortune. And it's solely, in New York? It's in, in <laughs> yes, Wal- the Wall Street in New York. Uh, and it serves uh, Wagyu beef sandwiches. That's all it serves. Okay. And so it, it only ju- serves one thing. Yeah. Sandwiches. Okay. Already sounds like. So it's introduced the A5 Ozaki, hmm. a panko fried steak sandwich containing five ounces, five ounces of beef. Which is like. For people with truly exclusive tastes and unlimited budgets. Okay. Steve, this sandwich costs $185. Damn. $185. Damn. For what? Wait, why? Because. Wagyu, yeah, and in this article it also says you could buy fifty three double doubles at In and Out Burger, mm. and you love In and Out. Oh, I'd eat them all. The meat comes from a farm in Japan, which only ships five cattle to the U.S. per month, all to this restaurant. No wonder it costs so fucking much. Five? Yeah. Do they just put them on United's overhead baggage, and then when they when when the plane lands, the cows are already dead? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's and they're just like constantly. There's planes right. coming constantly with. They'll five only hours. fly them United. It's like a. It's an airborne slaughterhouse. Oh, and the cows are just in the seats, like listening to their movies, and they have no idea. Aren't isn't United the friendly skies? Sure. And that's where the dogs are screaming for their lives in the overhead compartment bins. Yeah, something like that. Great. And now it's cattle. Mm-hmm. Now it's Wagyu. Now five ounces is what. Five ounces is like a little over a quarter pound. Okay. Did you ever go to elementary school? Um. Yeah, but like not like meat. School. Four, four ounces. Four ounces. Go on. A pound is sixteen ounces. A quarter okay. pound would be four ounces. All right. Five ounces is one ounce more. So you're talking a about quarter a quarter pound. A big old quarter pounder. Correct. For one hundred eighty-five dollars, I haven't spent more than twenty-five dollars on a sandwich. Oh no, I don't think I. I maybe have spent like $20 on a sandwich. But see, a long time ago, we talked about the Tiffany's tin can and how people flocked to this thing. Like it was just that tin can that was wrapped in platinum. People love it. People love this experience. It is it is what we were talking about earlier in the show with Happy Place. People will just pay a ton of money just to say that they do it. This is where like you take fancy clients out to impress them. So for $25 at this place, yeah. you could get a similar sandwich. It's just made with Black Angus and Tajima Wagyu okay, bread. Okay, I'll take that one. 25 bucks. Yeah. There's also a $75 offering made of uh, Miyazaki Wagyu. Okay, so they got options. And don't worry, you get skinny fries with the whole kit and caboodle. For free. You don't have for to pay free. for skinny fries. Don't worry. Damn, for 185 bucks, they better... They better give me mashed potatoes. They better have free refills at the soda fountain. So basically, the 185 sandwich is like if you can if you go to a steak restaurant and, and get you're the like, number eat this one in an hour and you get it for free. Oh, you can order a small steak. You can order a medium steak. That would be great if at this order. restaurant they had all these expensive op- options, and then they also had a 184 ounce sandwich. <laughs> There's. There are 200 slices of Wonder Bread. Yeah. Yeah. Just they're shackled like on or not sh- uh, shackled, shingled onto, <laughs> onto, the, onto the steak. It's just like a gingerbread house. Yeah, exactly. But with <laughs> hamburger right. topic, right. toppings. 
Well, I think this brings us to our moral. Sure. In that, um, you know, along, you don't like when when people or places just advertise the experience. You want something else with it. You better right. put your money where your mouth is if you're advertising. Exactly. The experience, I, the experience thing is a total fucking cop-out to me. So now when you go to a place like Happy Place in Chicago, they bring it to Chicago where there's right. millions of places in Chicago to take wonderful photos. Right. You got to go to this Happy Place place to take but a it's photo. Not a it's They're not like, a good experience. It's not a good experience. You're thinking of it all wrong. You wouldn't. Why would you do that in Chicago? Go to a place where people hate hate their life. Like don't go to don't come to Chicago right. where there's stuff to see and say uh, or stuff to get your picture taken in front of right and say why don't you pay us forty dollars take a picture in front of a bunch of rubber ducks yeah take it to a to a like Podunk town yeah where they don't have anything to look at except like see, that's a good tires idea. on the side of the road yeah and also you know maybe the experience is around you maybe you don't have to force it ooh yeah there you go heavy heavy. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, Chris, do you have any plugs? Yeah. Uh, if I'm on the board of the Neo Futurists. Oh. We're doing a big I've fundraising uh, event here for the next, for the rest of the summer. Uh, we got uh, Can't Stop, Won't Stop coming around the bend in August. We're trying to raise $25,000. Wow. Check it out. There you go. At neofuturist.org. You heard it here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today on Inferior Men. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and write a review. Inferior Men is part of the Universe Head Podcast Network. To check out more content from us and find other great Universe Head podcasts, go to universehead.com. We'll see you next week. And remember, the superior man drinks water and stays in the shade when it's hot. The inferior man eats ice cream at Golden Corral. Join us next week for another episode of Inferior Men. Good luck, everyone. Good luck. They all just drive to the hospital and tailgate at the hospital and drink just in case something happens. Could you imagine tailgating at a hospital? Mm-hmm. They have trailers and uh, or RVs. I mean, you're like my dad's having surgery uh, this morning, so I'm, we're tailgating. Yeah, the the hospital lot opens at seven. Tailgating at a funeral? That's a good idea. People kind of do that now. I'm sure there's plenty. They tailgate of, at funerals? No, but I'm sure there's plenty of funerals where people are out. People are outside the funeral home, like drinking, yeah. drinking in the parking lot. Yeah. You get away with more at a funeral because, like, you're like, well, I'm depressed. My uncle died. Mm-hmm. You know? Might as well drink this bottle of bourbon. Yeah. Tailgating at a First Communion. Yeah, what else would be a good tailgate? Briss. <laughs> <laughs> Where you just have kosher hot dogs.